So last time I talked about coordination and about data taking a certain amount of time to travel along paths in the code and how you might want to be able to separate the idea of the visual length of an edge from the duration that that edge takes to travel along. And I talked about doing coordination by maybe tying edges together and saying, you know, for data to proceed along this edge, we need some corresponding data on some other edge to sync up and so that these two data points can can continue um, in a synchronized fashion. And how I don't love that because that that introduces it, it solves the problem of non-local changes having um, effects to whatever you're looking at. So you have to, you have to have knowledge about the broader system um, instead of just the, the system that you are directly staring at on your screen. And that goes against the spirit of Hest. So another idea that I've had for, for addressing this issue and one other related issue, which is, you know, dealing with multiple nested notions of time. If you have, you know, your code is executing at a speed that you control, you grab the giant thumb on the side of the screen and, and push it up towards infinity, not all the way to infinity. Uh, and then, you know, your, your system begins advancing, the data points are flowing around, the ants are crawling all over the anthill, whatever it is. Um, and maybe you decide, okay, I'm going to slow that time down, but your program has some user interface and maybe that user interface is a, you know, maybe you're making a game and you've got some kind of a, a let's say a joystick that you're going to use to move your character around. So you can push that joystick forward and back, left and right, whatever, um, to, to move your, your character in your game. That data coming from the joystick is going to arrive at Hest at a certain rate, regardless of the rate that the simulation is being executed by you, the programmer, doing the participatory execution. You might be running your simulation in slow motion, but the data coming in from outside sources is going to arrive however it arrives. And that, once again, brings the idea of needing queuing into HEST in a way that I'm uncomfortable with. And so one... one um, way that I've thought about addressing both of these problems um, is by getting away from having points traveling along edges. And what I would do instead of having points traveling along edges is have something that I'm calling fibers. And um, this is something I've been thinking about for a while. I've been thinking about it for probably a year and a half now. And so it's not a very richly developed idea. Uh, I haven't done enough thinking about this to be very happy with it. But it's this idea that um, you would have an edge that is connecting to functions or what have you. Uh, and the, the data does travel along that edge infinitely fast it does instantaneously go from one end to the other and I, I like to call these things fibers i was calling it lasers for a long time but then you know lasers don't really ebb and flow and bend whereas if you have you know a, a fiber optic cable that can be routed however you'd like but the idea with you know both lasers and and, and fiber optics is that you effectively want to think of things going from one end to the other instantaneously. I know in reality, it's, you know, it's not even the speed of light in the case of fiber, but the thought is that it's just, it, it's 
a way of of connecting two distant things so that they feel local to one another. The way this would work with the execution model is that um, that data would flow from one end to the other instantaneously. You wouldn't necessarily even see points of data moving along. There might be some way of the edge being drawn differently to represent that the value that it is holding is changing. And so if the, if the edge is, is you know, representing some uh, conveyance of numeric data from one side to the other, um, maybe it would be drawn, you know, it, it, you might have a known range of values that are expected to travel through that edge and you would draw it, you know, a different color or a different brightness or a different width or with a, with a texture at a different density or something like that, uh, depending on the current value that that edge is holding. And that data traveling along that edge would be captured at a at a to get engineering here for a second it would be captured at a certain sampling rate um just by necessity from whatever was introducing that that data into the system um but you would still be able to interpolate between samples when doing uh, execution in reverse at a at a super slow speed or something like that so it's it is kind of forcing some granularity onto you in the same way that having individual points traveling along an edge forces a kind of a, a, a discrete granularity onto the execution of the system so it's not about getting away from discreteness and getting into continuousness in a conal Elliott FRP sort of way. It is instead just about doing away with the, with the possibility of non-local changes having effects. And it would also do away with the need for queuing because there would never be um, a buildup of data waiting to convey through something. Instead, it turns the edges themselves into buckets of state, basically. It's it's treating the edges as values instead of the edges as conveyors of values. And that has some interesting ramifications, especially when you try to analogize it to text programming and, and conventional execution environments and that sort of thing. You know, are these edges now variables holding data what does that mean about the the main hest execution model where the edges are conveyors of points that are data um with a lot of a lot of things that you could read into that or or could try to to create a mapping of between between hest and, and conventional systems and this 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 change this this use of edges as things that are stateful and edges that that have value and that that value can change how the edge is depicted to the uh, programmer it doesn't break the idea of following the flow of data it would still be possible to do that it would just change a little bit what the interface would for that would look like but you'd still be able to start from known inputs to your program and follow the data as it flows from function to function branching out and coming together in a, in a way where you put your finger down on the screen and your finger is always touching some some particular value that you're interested in following and it and it you know you are carried all the way through the system as that value goes through its life cycle of transformations um 
that's still possible. Rewind and, and, and execution at arbitrary speeds is still possible. Um, it would in theory still be possible to grab one of those edges and, and pull out a little chunk of it, almost like reaching your hand into a cake and pulling some cake out and putting it to the side. You could still pull data out of one of those fiber style edges and stick it off to the side for that interactive programming experience where you're laying down the train tracks in front of the train. A lot of the things that are um, interesting about Hest would still be possible in this model. It would just look and feel very different in a way that I'm not entirely comfortable with. So I don't think I'm going to leave the the main idea that I have of points conveying along edges, but I also think I am going to go ahead with this idea of fibers. So fibers, which give you this instantaneous connection between functions in Hest that give you this way of, of having execution that is still rooted in time and space, but does not so definitively discretize your data. Um, and it, it kind of changes what it feels like to look at data and to play with data. It's interesting to me. And so the way I think I want to keep it as part of the design of Hest while also keeping the other model where Hest has points that are conveyed along edges and each little point can be thought of as its own unique entity is to have both and to either have both where they are both allowed in the same space at the same time. So you are, when you're making a function, that function might have inputs that are agnostic, or it might have inputs that are, you know, typed in that they require a discrete data point, or they require a continuous fiber of data, uh, or outputs, likewise. And so that that might be a way kind of akin to in Max and PD and other of these sort of music environments where it, like in Hest, um, these music programming environments have multiple notions of time that need to exist and you need to have precise control over them at multiple scales. And in, in music, that is, you have your real world passage of time, you have your runtime environment that is executing as fast as it possibly can. And then you also have audio that is being evaluated at a known sample rate that is very consistent. So it might be, you know, 44,100 samples per second, say, that's a very popular one. And you also have uh, data that is traveling as sort of discrete packets um, or messages. And that might be MIDI data, or it might just be sort of information that is used to coordinate activity within your audio system that you've built. So you have the many different notions of time that all need to come together. And in Max and Pure Data and other environments, the way that some of that is handled is you have functions or nodes that have input ports and output ports, and those ports are typed to either allow being used for messages, uh, which are just discrete packets of data and they are evaluated as fast as possible, or they are typed as signals, which contain audio data evaluated at a certain sample rate. And you have some uh, tools for moving between those two worlds. So you might have a 
you know, a node that allows you to take in some message data and generate a sound signal based on that. And then the output from that, that node would be a, a signal type. And so it's possible that I could do something like that in Hest, where you may want to have the programming model that uses discrete data points conveying along edges, you know, little ants marching around the ant colony, because you enjoy working in that style in the small, but perhaps th that, um, that bit of, of Hest code is wrapped up in an abstraction that receives input as a fiber and produces output as a fiber. And so you have fibers for connecting separate abstractions uh, so that you don't have to worry about non-local effects if you are making some changes to the arrangement of those uh, abstractions, the instances of them in your canvas. Um, so that, that that might be something that is a nice way to work, where you sort of choose which of those two means for conveying data feels appropriate for the kind of work that you're doing. And that, to me, I don't love it because it does sort of suggest that, you know, almost like a, like a classical mechanics sort of uh, approach to physics versus quantum mechanics. Um, you know, you have your two theories that don't quite mesh and one of them is nice for working in the large and the other one is nice for working in the small, but moving between them is a little bit iffy. Um, it feels like doing that with the, the execution model where you can have, you know, two different approaches and they're, they're able to live together, but they don't feel good together. Or they, 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 you kind of have to manually reconcile the two of them. That's a lot of responsibility to put on the programmer that feels avoidable and it feels unfortunate. So I don't know that I'm going to do that. 